1: Your blood runs orange and blue. orange and blue this, this
2: this is the is the for, you. for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it. New York. So I just mentioned uh, Obi Toppin. Um, he is the latest player that apparently is being discussed in trades with the New York Knicks. So uh, Sean Devaney of heavy.com he reported that the Knicks and Pacers engaged in trade talks around the third year forward. So according to an Eastern conference executive that spoke to Devaney, uh, the Pacers see Toppin as an ideal fit for the team. They're trying to rebuild, which they want to be a lot more of a faster running gun athletic type team. Toppin certainly would fit that mold and the Pacers having extra first round picks that they could make available could entice the Knicks in a potential deal. Um, a move to Indiana would, of course, give Toppen an opportunity to play more minutes, potentially start. Uh, that's something that he's not been able to do in New York because of the place Julius Randle has in the team and in the front office uh, and uh, and another big season he's having. So uh, makes sense from Indiana's standpoint of why Toppen would be a player they would target. Uh, but from the Knicks standpoint, I mean, do you support the idea of even moving Toppen in a deal
1: like this? Yeah, I don't. Um, I think it's always uh, a bad sign when a team's looking to sell low on a player. Um, you know, obviously Obi injured right now. Um, you know, I understand that Randall's playing well, but there's no guarantee that that's you know that that's going to continue. Um, the one position they don't really have a ton of depth out is power forward. Um, the right. Sims Hartenstein you know combo hasn't been successful. Um, so, you know, I think that, you know, Obi could fit in, fit well. Um, so definitely if I'm, I'm sure the paces aren't the only team, um, that the, the paces won't be the only team that, that call the Knicks. If they, if the Knicks let teams know that, that Obi's on the block, um, you know, he's the ideal young piece. Um, on an affordable rookie contract that another no team's going to look and swoop in and say, if you don't value the guy, you know we'll take you, we'll take him off your hands, no problem. Um, the other thing, the other thing to keep, but the other thing to keep in mind from a Knicks perspective, they're going to have to make some decisions this summer, particularly with quickly and and Toppin, because they're going to be right. extension eligible. If the front office has come to the conclusion that just Obi, for whatever reason, I disagree with it. I, I I don't think that 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 would be smart. Um, but if they're going to make this, if they've come to the conclusion that they're not going to offer top in, you know, an extension this, this off season, um, then they probably should explore trade opportunities. Um, but the, you know, and the, and the thing we'll talk about is who are they going to get back from the Pacers though? It's right. again, it's, they have depth that, that, you know, that everything that's going on, you know, pretty much of their positions Do they really need to, to get more first round picks. Um, I don't, I don't think that benefits them. So for that reason, and we, and as we've said before, um, certainly they've, they've made a habit of collecting first rounders, but they also want to be competitive this season. So I don't, I, you know, it's just weird with the Knicks, um, is, especially as far as this trade season goes, um, because you're looking at players, like, listen, if they want to trade Halliburton, I guess we will make room for them. You
2: know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so sure, yeah. Yeah. We can play all that while he backs off the bed and we, you
1: know, we <laughs> yeah, even while you look yeah. past it you know yeah exactly um uh, but again you know miles turn is a great you know piece And Matherin is awesome young player, but you know obviously those guys are you know the Halliburton's and Matherins and you know Nemhard if they want to move him, but he sounds looks like he's you know found a rotation you know piece part of the rotation there. So it's just you know again it looks like they're just you know looking to package XX picks for for top and who would be a great fit alongside Turner. Part of me would love to see Obi go there just to see what he could do you know with consistent minutes and you know on a team that you know professes faith in him and he doesn't have to you're not playing behind the behind an All Star so. Um, but yeah, I I just don't I don't see how it would make a bunch of sense from the Knicks perspective.
2: Yeah, when I look at the when I look at it from the Knicks perspective, when you're looking at guys that could potentially trade, I mean I got you know, you know, uh you know, whether it's Halliburton or Matherin, these guys are supernovas that of course uh wouldn't be available in a trade like this. But we know the Knicks need shooting, we know the Knicks uh value shooting, that's one of their main weaknesses right now. And uh, I don't think that Buddy Hill would be a guy that they could probably get. It's not a guy I really would want. He has three years left on his deal. He's making 20-plus million. They literally have Fournier, who they're trying to get rid of. And I know Buddy Hill's better, but I, this is that's not the kind of player I think I'm, I'm trying to uh, pay 60 million for the next two, three years with. But I do wonder if a player like Chris Durarte, who maybe becomes more expendable, because of how Mather has played and Buddy Hield seems to uh, have found a home in, in Indiana, they seem to value what he brings to the table. Um, so Duarte, he's been injured and kind of out of rotation. He had a pretty solid rookie year. He was a player that the Knicks were interested in during the NBA draft. Um, he's the Dominican kid, and so there's you know there's plenty of ties potentially to to New York, which is why the Knicks were interested in him. Uh, do you wonder? Do you see if? Do you wonder if maybe these teams say, look? You have a guy that you can't really utilize that probably has value. We have a guy who we can't really utilize but has value. Why don't we just swap? And then, okay, we'll throw an extra first if he really, you know, is going to be the one that 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 makes the deal. I wonder if that was discussed. It wouldn't shock me. Um, Duarte again, Bernard reputation has not played well when he's played, so I want to give that caveat. But he has a reputation of being a, a dead eye shooter. He was in college. He, he was for much of last season. And I would think that he maybe would be a guy that Indiana would would dangle in a deal like that.
1: Definitely, uh, Duarte is a guy you mentioned. There's definitely nick ties. Um, I haven't watched enough of the Pacers this season to see kind of. Obviously, he had that injury, um, you know, yep. in the middle of the season um, that that really set him back. It looks like he hasn't, you know, really recovered, even though it's been three weeks. Um, he scored a total of five points in the last Pacers' last four games combined. Um, so that's something like that could make sense. Knicks could also include Cam Reddish if the if the Pacers right. want to wing back, um, to kind of play that that, that fifteen to, you know to twenty minutes a night that Duarte you know was seeing. Um, you know the the kind of the issue is. Um, you know do is is it just injury related because he's a guy that started 40 games for the for the Pacers last year averaged right. over 13 points um you know played 20 minutes a night like he was a key piece um, obviously on a rebuilding team um but uh, you know he's older than that, you know he, that was a knock on that's why he slipped in the draft um you know he was drafted as a 24 year old he's uh, 25 yeah. now going to turn uh, 26 this summer um so that might make sense um the issue there would be is Duarte content settling into a role behind um, RJ Barrett uh, behind Grimes because um, he's not yeah. going to get that 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 type of opportunity that he probably would have. Um, or, or that it was penciled in for, for the Pacers, but you're right. If they feel like, listen, you know, we're, we're going to heals a free agent. So I think that's kind of an X factor. Um, if he leaves this, this summer, um, then there's certainly a ton of minutes, obviously open up and then they could play, um, Matherin and, and Duarte together, um, Duarte can kind of shift between the two and the three, um, uh, you know, Matherin can play a little bit, uh, you know, on the, on the wing and, and the two guard as well. Um, so that's something that, that we'll keep an eye on, um, Aaron Nesmith, Nesmith, He's another guy um, that they yeah. could potentially move. Jalen Smith's a guy who they picked up dirt cheap from Phoenix. Um, would be would be another interesting kind of you know buy low player. Um, you know that that. But again, the Knicks have you know three centers. They you know they have yeah. enough to find a position you know find a minutes for those guys. Um, so, but but the, I think that that is if I was going to um, you told me. You know, three weeks from now, they they make a trade. I guarantee you that the trade is made between these two teams with the players involved. That kind of swap involving um, one young player that we like, and he's showing a lot of promise, but we just don't really have a space for him due to players currently on the roster and in front of him. Something like that might make some sense, kind of a um, a Duarte for OB and Cam Reddish and the Pacers throwing some, some draft capital might make some sense for both squads.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I, I hope that they don't move from Obi. Um, yes. I think that Julius Randle has been phenomenal. There's, there's no other way to 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 kind of couch how his season has been. But we have seen he's unreliable when it comes to playing yeah. on a consistent and, level.
1: And and just to, to be clear, I think we're both in agreement. If the Knicks get a good offer for Randall, they should they should jump at it, right? You know, sell high, sell high. But, yeah. And and therefore, obviously, you want to have Obi if and if and that 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 opportunity presents itself.
2: Exactly. You know, so, so to me, you know, if you, if you don't have Obi around and, and and you do get a great offer for Randall, you don't make it because you don't have a back four, you don't have a four that you feel comfortable starting, that becomes a problem. And I, I'm, I'm not going to be here and sit there and say, Oh, you know, Julius Randall will fail or I'm not going to do that. I, I'm not doing that here, but we, Julius Randall has been here for a while now. It's not, it's not his first year or second year. You know, this is three years here. So, um, and now we're in the fourth, like, we kind of know what kind of player he is. Like right. we know that he can run really hot, yep. sometimes hot for an entire season. He can yep. run really cold sometimes for an entire season. Yep. And I think to not have that insurance policy around in case he does run cold is very, is very tenuous. If you're not making a deal that is uh that is really set up to, 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 to really fill out your team. And if you're talking about just throwing top and out of here, so you can get an extra first round pick, it goes back to this idea what is your direction i mean you're now stockpiling more first round picks okay now you feel comfortable giving up a fourth first round pick if you need to in a trade or third first round pick you didn't want to do it for mitchell will you do it for another player is that why you're doing this is there something lined up with another team so that you know okay we get this pick from the pacers i can then send it to phoenix to get devin booker or send it somewhere else like without that clarity um, I I don't really see the point in, in moving and moving top in here. I low key feel like this is this was not the Knicks trying to trade and I kind of feel like this was Indiana trying to fleece the Knicks, which is, I talked about this is what every GM should do. Like as I said, the Knicks calling about certain guys. I'm like, great, they should when they ask the the Lakers allegedly for first round pick for Cam Reddish. I'm like, yeah, they should ask for a first round pick. They know they're not gonna get it, but they should because you never know. Well, it only takes one bad GM, and Rob Linke is certainly a bad GM to make a stupid decision that puts you in a good position. So um, the Pacers could have tried to come in and flee to Knicks here, potentially. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they were trying to trade toppen, but my sneaky suspicion is that the Pacers kind of saw the lay of the land and saw who they had and said, hey, this might be something we could do. And the fact that it hasn't happened or didn't happen, I think is a testament to Knicks really not being all that enthused with it at this moment
1: yeah definitely something to keep in mind i listen you, you know we're still six weeks away from or five weeks away from the deadline but we'll see it more often it's always important to remember that somebody's leaking the trade for a reason some you know and, and yep. somebody's making the call for a reason so we don't want to read too much into it um, we'll definitely talk about it and discuss it but that is something to keep in mind um, just because obi's name pops up uh, on the rumor mill doesn't mean that the knicks have an interest in party very well said